artist potlight spotlight potlight oh. <laughs> what's up hello everybody this is uh the secret hideout shows artist spotlight uh this week we've got aaron and andrew from an awful mess um previously of starcross uh everything else they've done in the scene um what's going on guys not a whole sure. lot drinking <laughs> lots joking. of tea Drinking lots of tea. Hell yeah, I gotta love some brisk. I need one of those. So. Well, I got one for you. Well, damn. Um, so well, what have you guys been doing? What's been going on since quarantine? Uh, working on music, uh, talking about video ideas. Or uh, you still doing VP gaming? VP, am I saying? Am I screwing that up? Um, we talked about doing that again, but um, mostly just talking about like music video ideas and stuff. Oh, music video ideas. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Any any uh, fruitful endeavors there? Or any uh, good ideas that you'd like to see happen? I don't know. I think my idea is good. I just don't know how to. I don't know how to. Um, Articulate it. So I confused the hell out of everyone in our group chat because um, part of it, my description for the role was fake Daft Punk. Fake Daft Punk? Fake Daft Punk. Daft? <laughs> like dead? Daft. daft. Fake Daft, daft Punk. Okay. Like yes, the... Daft Punk. Okay. Like the robot yeah. guys. The robot guys. Up all night to get lucky. Those ones. Yeah. Okay, so fake Hard Daft Punk. The yeah. hell is that mean? Fake Daft Punk. Uh, you'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So what is <laughs> that? How many how many music videos have you guys done over the years? Then as far I mean, just like between like Starcross and everything else you've done. Um, I made a music video for Starcross's song "Fake" just from like a bunch of footage that we shot that and. Um, shows over the years. Uh, the other one, I think we did. Um, we had a video for "There for You," which was off the acoustic EP "Watch It Break." What else have we done? Um, there was there was a video that our friend Sam did for "Say I'll Never Go," but he like. Uh, unlisted or privated it. I can't find it. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like a legit music video. Anyway, it was just a bunch of footage from when we played out in Long Beach on. What was it? I think it was Rock the Boat mm. on the Queen Mary. That's cool. I remember. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. I, I vaguely remember that. that we we've, we've done a lot more stuff for Mess. Um, we did Going Nowhere with, um, Alex Reinhardt. We did, um, we actually shot a video ourselves for Goddamn Perfect. Uh, we shot each other's, um, like vocal performances, shot that over to Jacob Reynolds and he made a lyric music video for it. That's cool. And then I put together a bunch of 
footage from just like us working on stuff and um, stuff from like behind the scenes of our Going Nowhere video. I put that together for a cover of uh, There's No I in Team by Taking Back Sunday. Mm. Okay. So then do you guys prefer, I mean, just as a general rule per your taste, like do you guys prefer cinematic uh, music videos or do you guys prefer one that has a story or one that's just visually appealing? I've always loved stories. Story. Yeah. Cinematic. Like, honestly, like right now, I want to do as much like cool like story stuff as possible. But like down the line, I want to make it more like, like almost short films sort of. Because like a lot of music videos that I watched um, on like MTV back when it was music television, uh, a lot of them were like really story driven. And there was like a lot of, a lot of a surprising amount of like dialogue and stuff. Yeah, for a music video, right? Like a lot of like a back and forth and actual acting. Yeah, <laughs> I've always yeah. wanted to get into acting. So I have I, done. I think it's cool. I have done a little tiny bit of it. I acted in a short film my buddy did about some drug dealers that were like looking to rob some guy, and uh, that was interesting. I found out it's like it's a lot harder to to fake some emotions on key like on cue. Um, yeah. And like after a couple of, of uh, takes of messing it up, you just kind of flub the whole thing every time. It's it's especially with as little prep as we did. We should have done a lot more, but but it was it was fun. You know, it, it allows you to really kind of become that person. Um, and I used to do it when I, I worked in a haunted house. I played like the Wolfman, or I played like a, a serial killer in the woods, or whatever. Like in in the varying little parts that I did, and. Uh, it's especially if I've had some caffeine, it's something I can really get into. <laughs> caffeine wigs me out. What about you, Rue? What you, when are we going to get a Rue villain music video? I don't know. Cause I'm like such a perfectionist about everything. I hate it. Like I always just like, like if I don't know, it's like when it comes to like things that I'm doing, like if it isn't the way that like I imagine it, I just look, get like discouraged about it like i don't know i hate that i'm that way but it's like i understand completely i mean i i that that's like before i was so concerned about this show like about making it every little bit of perfect of whatever i wanted it to be as far as you know inclusion of segments and stuff and i figured out it it doesn't need to be that complicated you know if you if you put out the content with honest intention people are going to check it out yeah for sure and i like i totally get like on the like i think about that too i'm like it shouldn't have to be like like i shouldn't make it so hard for myself but it's just like when i have like a vision or something i always just get like so excited about it that i like want to go for it and like i tried to do a video um but like the concept that i wanted i guess was just too big for like the videographer that I had and like nothing against them, but it's just like, we kind of just went with the, this kind of weird concept that I wasn't like super into. And I'm like, I guess we'll just try it out. But like by the end of it, I wasn't like passionate about it. It just didn't like feel like what I wanted. So it's hard to make those compromises, especially when it comes to your art and the things that you're putting your, your heart and soul into. Yeah. And like the same thing with like, um, with the the mess video for like going nowhere like a lot of the concept was kind of like my idea 
but I guess like it's like what Aaron said like I imagined it kind of like a short film Mm -hmm. and like less of like a just normal music video I guess but I don't know the just the ideas I had I guess were just way too big for what we could pull off like our resources you know we probably would have needed at least like another day or two of shooting for it and for what it is i think it's an amazing video i think it turned out great um but from like we had a lot of discussions about what we wanted the music video to be and it was like it was all coming from that guy um and i thought it was a really cool idea it reminded me kind of of um the movie clock stoppers because there's supposed to be a lot of like everything like freezing and there's like some allusions to that yeah but um it's not like fully fleshed out and like there's i mean i think part of it is that we kind of went through the motions while we're doing it we had a good time shooting it but like uh there are definitely some parts where we we probably should have been like hey we need to do this. This would be cool. That sort of thing. Not like trying to take the reins from the director, but like uh, at the end of the day, um, he wasn't like the writer of the concept. He was just executing on it. And he just had like the original ideas that we had given him. And then he just kind of rolled with it from there. But I still think it's a great video. I think it turned out really well. Um, yeah, no, it's a great but, video. I, re- I, I remember watching it and, and appreciating the way it was as stylized. And I, I think that there's something to be said for just, like, in an environment like that, doing the best you can to communicate, like, effectively the imagery you're trying to see. And, it, and sometimes it gets lost in translation anyway. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I've, I've seen a hundred times, like, where I'll, I'll start writing a song uh, with a couple of people and it starts as as really wanting to have this tone and then goes in a complete opposite direction. We end up writing like a pop song, you know, versus <laughs> like a, a sludge song or like, and you go, okay, like, like some of the new Grizzly stuff sounds like Van Halen and it's kind of cool. Oh, dang. Yeah. It's like, it's like almost like hot for teacher. It's pretty cool sounding. I still need to get you guys in so we can finish this stuff that we have. I know. Right. Jeez. <laughs> Poor freaking dip. Apparently he's like bad. He's sick. been dying. Yeah, and I'm I'm so friggin' terrified of everything right now, especially like with with Jamie being high risk. I like, I, you never know, dude. It's been terrifying. Even when we went to the like the if you watched our last live stream, I wore a, a mask the whole freaking time because I was terrified yeah. of everything, dude. And um, it's just I wear a mask everywhere. I'd be wearing a mask right now if they weren't all in my car. And right here. <laughs> I'm the one that like I forget my mask like every single time, and then I'm like, ah, I gotta go get my mask. I like go back. I watched this. I was... <laughs> go ahead. Didn't I forget my mask one time when we were going to like fries or something? Yeah, we had to turn around. That was my bad. I watched the I lady. I've other... since. I watched a lady run into QT the other day, and she looks down at the sign, and she's like, shit. <laughs> and then she ran through the store, and I was like. Okay, sure. I don't know. Like, I I bought some. Uh, I went to the dollar store and they had, they like sit on your chin and it's like a little plastic guard that goes across the front so that like you can still like see your mouth. 
and like I, I like I work with a lot of people who are hearing impaired or like visually impaired. Yeah. So like it's it's helpful to have that kind of stuff handy, especially for that cheek. Um, Lip reading because not everyone knows ASL. I don't know ASL. Yeah, ASL is is hard. Well, and there's also like six dialects of just ASL. So <laughs> it's like there's there's varying versions, and I don't know any of it. The first one that I heard of was age, sex, location. Yeah. I just found a band that's called, well, it's like a group, but they're called ASL and it stands for age, sex, location, but they're pretty like dope. I've just been like listening to them. Like, what are they? Are they like, like, uh, what do they play? They're like a, like, uh, I don't know. They're kind of like a group with like a bunch of, like, I think there's like at least six people in it and it's like a couple guys, a couple girls and like some of them. Kind of take over like the tracks and i don't know they're weird they're, they they kind of remind me of like gorillas in a way but okay. like more poppy and more like energetic it's kind of crazy nice i'm gonna have to check that out that sounds cool i've been into that kind of stuff lately like like mgmt and all that weird shit send it in the chat yeah, <laughs> yeah i heard a lot of people like i was reading about them on reddit and like people are like it reminds them of like that earlier 2000s indie but kind of like newer like more modernized because pretty much everything they've put out is like this year like they have two albums and two eps and they all like start out with like the same little clip at the beginning it's like what's that sound it's the vibes or something like that (laughs) and then like and all of them i don't know every one of their releases is like kind of different in a way but they still have like a like like a cohesion like they've all been written by the same group it's like a lot of the like the the 60s and 70s rock scene in like california with like eric clapton like the mamas and the papas and all that and tom petty and everybody they were all like intermingling in different groups and writing records together and like sharing each other's songs as long as they made them sound good they were they could play them anywhere they wanted and so like (laughs) The, the whole California rock scene in the 60s and 70s was just like this big, huge, cohesive effort of, of different, like, creatives. So, there's a you pretty cool documentary. You two records it. this year? I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna, I'm trying to, like, find it and send it in the chat. It's like okay. Rio Wiley. I think he's put out his 30 P this year. Guy is freaking prolific. I love Rio. He's such an inspiration to me, too. And such a humble dude. Like, I don't know. He, that dude has like literally saved my life at times like yeah he came up and i was talking to aaron allen last night and uh and we were talking about like he's he's doing good he's uh, That's uh good. put out a couple of new songs um and he, we actually had him on the show a couple of weeks ago it was pretty cool uh we had him drop in jack vanderpool or B- vanderpool was on the show from viper club uh joseph his his buddy who also is a solo artist was on the show but yeah, we were talking last night. Actually, Rue came up. He was like, you know, Rue sent me the nicest message the other day. <laughs> he's like, and he's just such a nice guy. Like, I, I, I wish I could talk to him more. And I'm like, yeah, this. he called me the other night. And he was he just that. like, a while back, like, he messaged me. And he was like, can you send me, like, songs that, or he's like, what songs would you suggest, like, if you're feeling sad, you know, like, to you know bring those happy vibes or whatnot and i sent him like a few songs that i thought maybe i was like oh, i don't know if you like these because like uh he just has like expansive kind of music taste but i'm just like he'll probably maybe dig these and i sent him this one it was goddess by beach weather and he 
he like called me the other night and he was like, dude, I just wanted to tell you I was listening to Goddess in the car and he's like, that song just gets me hyped. He was like, like tell me how he wanted to like have us cover it and stuff. Even cool. I'm like that would be so dope. But I'm like, it means so much that like I suggested this silly song. But it, right. Like, well, that's the thing. Impact, you know, that's the thing with Aaron is like Aaron, it, Aaron Allen, obviously not Aaron Cantero because is we all know that Aaron is here. Um, no, Aaron Allen is like, he's so freaking nice that like when I first met him, I thought it was fake. I was like, there's no way. Like, and like, I was not his biggest fan. And I, I actually, I got a hold of him like two years ago and I told him this. I was like, you know, for the longest time, I did not like you, you know? I, I was not your biggest fan. I was like, and I realized it was all just kind of some petty bullshit. And like, now we're really good friends. See, that's totally not me. But it's the same effect because, like, I'm really awkward and I don't know how to respond to people a lot of times. So <laughs> the first time people meet me, they think that I hate them. And so they're like, what the fuck? This guy's a douche. Mm-hmm. Like, Dipper. Yeah. <laughs> Dipper and Heather. They both thought that I was just, like, some asshole. But, like, I just don't know how to talk to people. I know how to talk to people that I know. Yeah. No, and that's a lot of it. It's like, it, I remember when I brought Jamie over for the first time and she said something about, like, careless whisper being one of her favorite songs and like she was like that's my my jam and you were like i will kill myself to that song right now <laughs> and i was like it's your song you're good please don't uh it was it was just it's you know it is careless whispers of the jam it's so good man like all right one of the most iconic intros to any song ever oh yeah between that one and baker street like the saxophone is is just one of my favorite instruments ever, and I wish I could play it. Let's throw it into some grizzly just for the hell of it. That would I be actually so think cool. I put some weird instrument. It was either like a saxophone or a trombone, just for the hell of it, on a grizzly song. It didn't stay, but just to like fuck around. Why not? Like we couldn't get any weirder. <sighs> well. Well, maybe. Maybe we'll see about that. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm going to come in and, and uh, I have some ideas for like backup vocals on Hive Mind that I think would sound kind of cool. Uh, and Dipper was like, yeah, let's do that. So we need to get the lead vocals too. <laughs> I know, right? We got to get everything. Um, uh, we will. We will. We just got two more songs to finish and they're, they're already halfway done. So, Damn all these adults and their children and lives and shit. So what do you guys got planned coming up then? Um, We're just, we've been trying to coordinate getting together or trying to have like calls and stuff, but we haven't been able to so far. Um, People are busy. Um, Kenneth, our drummer, he's working 50 plus hours a week right now because I guess... I I think his his co-manager or someone is like been like co-opted or something Ooh. and is elsewhere um and like uh our guitarist Ruben works more than that as a manager at Wildflower That's crazy. They're working yeah, us all the damn death. The thing that we did was the the lyric video, music video with John Hosmeyer, and then the Tempe Marketplace show. 
Did you guys do a um like a live stream recently? Was that that same one? Oh yeah, we did a it quick little live stream, but like, something? yeah, it was um, it was just me, Ruben, and Troy, and like, I don't know, it was interesting. It was like this this last one we we got called by the the sleep is for the week guy or sleep for the week yeah, guys. sleep for the week. And they yeah, I, I keep I fuck that up every time, and I don't know why, because I I'm like always like sleep for the week. <laughs> But uh, they called us for that, and, like, we showed up, and we were like, oh, you know, live stream. Like, they got a warehouse somewhere cool. And we showed up, and there was a full light wall and, like, sound set up and a full, like, sound crew and everything. And we were like, yeah, are you sure? Are you us? You're sure? Like, you want us to be here? And it was it was really cool. It was like there yeah. was 10,000 10, people there. I was thinking about um, with what's his name, Colton uh, Hagen. I don't know if you guys know him. Uh, doing a yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was yeah, uh, friend Cody. Of John and Cody. Yeah, yeah. We're thinking about doing like a like a December food drive and live stream kind of thing, and see if we can get some bands on. Um, just gotta That'd get with sick. them because he's got so, all the gear for the live stream. I have an idea that I'm gonna run by you guys off of the video, so. Remind me, live stream stuff later. Message you right now. Live stream later. We'll do it on the pod. I know nobody's watching this far. Come on. <laughs> if you are, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, I think Jamie's the one that watches all the way through. The, um, so, <laughs> what? Uh, you guys have any other music you're working on recording right now? Or who's, who's somebody you guys want to work with, maybe? We have a bunch of stuff that we're sitting on right now. Um, so Rue and I had been writing for like a year or two before Mess. Actually, probably longer than that. Um, it was like the last year of Starcross. We started working on stuff. And it was just, we had a project, um, just he and I, back in 2007, I think, um, called Strife and Scotty. And we had a bunch of songs that uh, we'd written for that. And um, a few years ago, I was starting to just record stuff just to get more practice recording and mixing and stuff. So we took some of those old songs, we retooled them, and then we just kept writing stuff. So we've been sitting on like, I don't know, what, like 20, 30 songs or something? Yeah, at least like full fleshed out, like, you know, pretty much ready to go songs you guys pulled a print yeah, we have us. stuff from like yeah like, um some electronic stuff we have some like uh pop punk stuff we have some like harder rock stuff and then we have some like hardcore stuff so nice. we have stuff that's like all over the place we've just been like picking and choosing the songs that we want to put together we have like two records planned out and then pandemic covid happened and we kind of um we had to put that on hold because I don't want to me personally, I don't know about everyone else, but like um, I personally don't want to put a record out yet that we can't um, support with like tour and shows and um, yeah. that kind of stuff. I want to be able to do like a whole like um, album cycle. So in the meantime, 
I mean, the, the quickest way to get people to digest music is singles and EPs. So that's what we've been doing. We put out Going Nowhere in January, I think. And then we put out um, a little self-titled EP with What If I Goddamn Perfect and the Taking Back Sunday cover. And then we just put out another EP, An Awful Halloween, which had a cover of Brains by Voltaire from Billy and Mandy, a cover of um, It's Terror Time Again by Sky Cycle. It's so good. They're so well put together, man. (laughs) And then an original song that um, we'd actually, um, I wrote a little bit of guitar stuff and uh, Rue had written a, a chorus, I think. And then we're like, hey, let's use this for the Halloween song. So we just finished that like a week or two before uploading it for distro. And <laughs> then my girlfriend did the artwork for it. That's cool. So, Dude. I, and that's so fucking cool. I was trying to figure out like, cause I wasn't sure if the third one was a cover or not. So like, I was like trying to figure out where I, I, I might've heard it. And I was like, this is really good. It's catchy. Whatever the hell it is. Like, that's cool. <laughs> I think, it's so fucking cool because, like, um, the idea behind the verses is uh, he was taking a bunch of, like, song titles from bands that were, like, put out, like, either, like, Halloween stuff or just, like, darker stuff and, like, um, strung them together in a way that, like, it doesn't sound like just spitting out song titles. Like, it's yeah. a whole cohesive verse. That's cool. And, yeah, it's... It's so fucking cool. And then we just started that. adding layers on it. I love it. I love it. Man, that and the, the Terror Time it. covers, they're all just so well put together and like well done. It's like, I was like listening to it with Jamie there. And I was like, I'm so proud of them. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, we, I mean, shoot, if you guys want, we can use that one for the lyric one. Heck yeah. And you guys can just kind of talk about, well, I mean, if it does, if it has a meaning that you want to kind of delve into. I'm just here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am just, yeah, cool. So let's, uh, we'll call it good on this, uh, the artist spotlight. Um, and we will uh, say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you soon.